I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Interesting, uh, Ruth, how stuff that we've been talking about on the podcast mm-hmm. has sort of made it into the public domain. Uh, we were saying, you were telling me what Netflix and chill means. Yeah. It's a euphemism for uh, doing a bit of hanky-panky in the in the home. Hanky-panky. Well, it's an old oh, fashioned thing. Oh, it reminds me of Michael McIntyre. You know, he when he does that bit where he's like... You have you can have hanky panky, but you never just have hanky chit chat. You can have a chat, but you can never just have a chit. That that thing he does. Oh, does he do that? Yeah, yeah, that like words that only have like underwhelmed and overwhelmed, but you can never just be whelmed. That's right, and you can be disgruntled, but you can't be gruntled. Yeah, although you did in one of the podcasts have what was it gruntage? Yeah, umbridge. But But I said gruntage. Gruntage, yeah. Which sounds better. It does slightly. Arguably. Well, things are and going like, to the public. In my name, like ruthless, but you can't ever just have Ruth. Mm. The uh, the things that have gone to the public domain are uh, Netflix and Chill, which you explained to us, and the other one is. Uh, Jermaine... I thought everyone knew what that meant already, to be honest. Well, I didn't, and it appears Did a lot you of it... no, and it appears a lot of other people. Well, I didn't. You remember on the podcast? But yeah, it... I know, but I thought you know you're putting it on. <laughs> Did you think it was just for effect? Yeah, you know, it's a bit a professionalism. No, it wasn't. I, I really didn't know. But there's been a debate in Private Eye, uh, the magazine, about Netflix and chill because it was a, there was a thing about uh, millennials not having sex these days because they just Netflix and chill. And then somebody did write into the magazine to say, well, Netflix and chill uh, does actually mean getting up to whatever. We, so you're ahead of the times. Well, what I'm saying is you heard it first right here on the Ruthie Me and My Dad podcast. Uh, and the other thing that's gone into the public domain is Jermaine uh, Greer. Uh, a few podcasts back, if you remember, we were talking about Jermaine Greer and how the modern breed of radical feminists are being, I mean, not only criticising her, but being extremely intolerant towards her. Really? You see, that's not right. You should never be Yeah, well, she's 79 right. years old, but that's no, you know, we don't, we've already said we're not cutting slack for people just because they're old. We said that in one of the podcasts as well, didn't we? Yeah, when people are like, oh, it's just my grandma, she's just racist. Yeah. But it's like, well... 79 years old. But anyway, in recent months, uh, according to a piece written by Camilla Long, she's been met with uniformly seething hatred and vitriolic shutdown. Okay, I'm going to have to stop you there. What does vitriolic mean? 
Vitriolic means, it, it just means, when I say shut down, it means shut down with extreme prejudice. Shut down hard. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Uh, and this is because of what she said about rape. This is as I read what she said. Sentences are very long. So if you put someone away for rape, you put them away for seven years, nine yeah. years, ten years, right? And she's saying, because all rapes are considered the same, whether they're violent rapes or any other sort of rape, uh, it means that it's very hard to convict. So what you end up with, uh, as she said, it's a lose-lose situation. She says if you had a sort of grading on rape, if you like, so that some rape she described as just bad sex. So, but that's not rare. No, well... If it it's is, non-consensual, it, if it's non-consensual, then it is rape. Well, she says it's sort of non-consensual, but it's a grey area. There has to be a grey area in it, is what she was saying. Why um, does there have to be a grey area in because it? Because some, if you get drunk in a nightclub and pick up a chap, yeah, or but someone a chap who's to pick you up, someone who's drunk is not in a position to make a judgment. So they're not in a position to give their consent. Therefore, the man shouldn't go through with it, or the woman, depending on who the one who is raped. It's. What I'm saying is, these arguments will, there, or what Jermaine Greer was saying actually is, those arguments in that grey area will be played out in court, and there will be all sorts of personal details. And it's, as she says, it's a lose lose situation. I'll find out exactly what she said. She wants more nuanced methods of justice. It would stop rape trials becoming the monstrous lose-lose circuses in which either the defence or the prosecution, and probably both, comes away with their life in tatters or with their lives in tatters. I'm thinking of some cases, particularly student cases, where they've had to argue out that the chap thought the woman was giving her consent. Uh, when both parties yeah. were probably slightly drunk. And that that's more... I, I think it's an area for discussion. You may be right. You, you know, the point that you were making is that non-consensual sex is the definition of rape. Yeah. But... So, yeah, you can't have... There should be no such thing as non-consensual sex because non-consensual sex is rape. There might be different degrees of rape, but to categorise something and be like, oh, well, it wasn't that bad, so that can't be rape, is wrong. It's still something that will really like damage people, and especially women where the power balance is always going to be weighted to men. But what she, what she said, I suppose the key point in this, is she worth a hearing? Is she worth listening to? Because a lot of the people... Oh, yeah, she, of course she's worth listening to. Everyone's worth listening to. Mm. You say that. A lot of uh, your fellow feminists are saying not. Don't listen to her. Well, Pe- I don't think that's right because same as I said about Jermaine Greer, and there's, there's no one way to be a woman and there's no one way to be a feminist. So in so The Handmaid's Tale, for example, her mother is a really like radical feminist and she's very outspoken and stuff. And the daughter, June or Offred, is... Um, a lot more conservative than her and it doesn't mean that either one of them are more valid and that's like one of the things that's played out are you showing out the book or the television show the book and the well and the television show but so are you watching the handmaid's tale on tv yes so uh, but you're giving sufficient time i'm just worried that if you're watching the handmaid's tale you haven't got enough time to concentrate on love island Oh, nothing could ever sound more to you. Handmaid's Tale is only once a week, and it's on a Sunday, which is when Love Island's not on. Oh, it is on, <laughs> but it does like a recap show of like top ten moments, and I don't watch that. But if you do want a recap of Love Island, stand by. 
Well, as you know, I have not watched minute one of Love Island, but I know it's a phenomenon. It got like six. It got yeah. It was like phenomenal. I think the the view, viewing ratings Is were it on two point ITV two. Yeah, yeah it was like two point three million for the f- first one. It's a phenomenon. Well, tell me why. Tell me all about what's going on. Ten single hotties enter the villa. <laughs> single hotties, yeah. Enter the villa, and they all have to. So they walk. The men walk down the stairs, and the women are lined up there. You know. They should be, and um, <laughs> the men. So the Caroline Flack is there, and she's like, "If you like the guy, you have to step forward, and then the boy gets to choose out of all five of them. But he would usually go for one of the people that steps forward." So Niall comes down, Kendall steps forward, he chooses Kendall, and um, then someone else steps forward and whatever, and then Alex goes down. No one steps forward for Alex, so he chooses Laura. Why does it, is he not? Is it all physical attraction? At yeah. That so point? this point, it's all physical because they've not even spoken to each other. It's a bit like take me out, you know, like hi ladies, I'm <laughs> Jerry from, and I'm a window cleaner from Blackpool, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but they don't say anything. Yeah, exactly. So Alex is a doctor, and he's probably the only one with two brain cells to rub together. But <laughs> no one steps forward for him because. What's wrong with him? Is he just a bit skinny, a bit fat, a bit? He's a bit skinny. He's a bit awkward. He's quite shy. He's a bit pale. He's um. not very good looking. But I mean, he seems nice. Seems nice enough. So no one steps forward for him. It's quite sad. Then they all couple up, and so everyone's got five people, five five girls, five boys, and then Adam walks down the stairs. And Adam and Caroline Flack's like, tomorrow night there's going to be a recoupling and Adam, you have to get to steal one of the girls. Right. So then this But at the moment they're not doing it, when you say coupling, they're just talking to each other. Sort of um, thing, they, so. Well, kiss, they have to they sleep kiss? in the same bed. Oh, they they don't the kiss, bed. but they have to sleep in the same bed. Really? Mm-hmm. It'd be a bit uncomfortable, I would have thought, two people just sleeping. Yeah, no, I think it is kind of, but like... And do they show that on part the show. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they show it and then the lights go off and then they like the program like turns the lights off for them like they don't get to turn the lights off themselves and so currently Danny Dyer is in there this is Danny Dyer's Danny Dyer's daughter also named Danny Dyer and there she's with a boy called Jack Jack and Danny there was jokes about that you know in Cockney rhyming slang I always mean something rude in yes uh, I mean I can guess see I'm learning yeah well I know you know your rhyming slang or a little bit of it don't you yeah apples and pears yeah, but we don't say the full thing, do we? No, we just say apples. Like what we, was the other one we learnt? Whistle and flute. But you just say What's whistle, you don't say... Whistle and flute suit. Oh, yeah. That's a lovely whistle you've got on there. Yeah. So everyone thought that this boy Adam was going to steal Danny, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He stole Kendall. They went on a date, and they kissed on this date, but she was with Niall, and she said she liked Niall, and it was a whole thing. Um, and Laura wanted to be picked by Adam. And anyway, it's fine. But what I really want to talk about is... Why are they all so horrible to Alex? They did this challenge where they had to. It's the. I feel embarrassed even saying I watch this because it's actually the most ridiculous thing in the world. So, the boys stood on one side, the girls stood on the other, and there's a big spinning wheel in the middle. And suitcases come down because the theme this year is like travel and aeroplanes and <laughs> right. stuff. On the spinning wheel, there's different sections for each of the people. So mm. if the section is Kendall and the suitcase lands there, then Kendall has to get the suitcase. And inside it, it'll say a fact. So one of them was like, this boy once spent a thousand pounds on a date. Um, and then the girl has to go and like snog the boy that she thinks the fact is about. Right. And if you get it right, then you get a point. 
hopefully, fingers crossed, there's two <laughs> new girls entering the villa tonight, and hopefully one of them is going to go on a date with Alex. Yeah. And they might like Well, this him. is constructed reality, isn't it? So one assumes. No, it's not constructed, this. Constructed reality is like Made in Chelsea. Right. Does this not. Uh, this sounds to be a little bit like Made in Chelsea. No, because this is like. This is more they of a say contest. This they is want. a contest. Yeah, yeah, this is a contest. And so who, whoever's. How do you win it? How do you okay, win it? so in each recoupling, there's. You might be dumped from the island if you're not in a couple. So if you're not chosen by one of the girls or one of the boys, depending on who's choosing the couples, then you might be dumped from the island. And what you want to be is in a really strong couple at the end and then the public will vote on whoever they think is the best couple. And the couple with the most votes wins £50,000. All right. Well, Sorry. you mentioned the theme is travel and aeroplanes. I wondered how you felt about this. This is Kirsty Alsop. Have you heard what she said? She's revealed that when she goes on holiday... When she gets to the plane, because she's very rich, she's got millions of pounds from these uh, television shows she does. Mm -hmm. When they got on the aeroplane, she turns left and goes into club class, the beauty and the luxury of club class. She sends her kids into economy. Oh, I have seen... I've seen like tweets about she, this actually. She's yeah. a lot of Twitter activity on this. And I wonder what you felt. She says she's doing it to show them that club class or first class on an aeroplane is something you get through hard work and being, you know, it's something you It's earn. something you get if you're very lucky to have a job that pays well. I'm sure there's lots of people who work really, really hard and don't get to sit in club class. I mean, I bet you would say that you work hard. You don't get to sit in club class. Well, I do if somebody else is paying for it. <laughs> I'm doing a travel piece. What are you saying? Are you saying that Kirsty Alsop's full of full of it? Maybe I'm being a bit communist here, but I don't think there should be any club class. Everyone should sit in the same seats. Well, you know, the airlines need to make money. No, I know, make, I know. Yeah. Um, I don't care. You know, Honestly, it's I an actually. Issue you're not even bothered with. Also, it's how I how you raise your own children, that. isn't it? Yeah. It's up to you. But I, I, think she, I, I think she's wrong, to be honest. I think that if you can afford to buy club class for your kids, they should sit with you in club class. Yeah. You know. But if, maybe she just wants some time off from her kids. I would have thought, if you've got a 10 and a 12-year-old, they'd be perfectly happy sitting in the economy and not having the parents. Um, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, you know, pestering them every five minutes. Are you going to eat that? Do you want some more food? Do you remember like we used to do when you were about 10 or 12? Still do now. <laughs> Wait, have you eaten lunch? <laughs> Should we uh, transition at this stage? And I think it's time we had a bit of music. We'll start with yours, which I think you've just chosen this, simply so you can correct me on my pronunciation of Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so no, I've picked this he's because got he's got album. a new album. This is his eighth album mm -hmm. after The Life of Pablo, and it's called Yeah, like Kanye, just, it's just, just y, -E, y -E, which like. is what people have called Kanye for ages. So I'm like, I'm oh, like a, just call him Yeah. Yeah, like I'm on Can a. Can I do that? Call him Yeah. 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 No, because I wouldn't say you're a fan. We're going to listen to the song called I Thought About Killing You. Should we hear a bit of the song? And then oh, we'll, yeah, then yeah, we'll yeah. that's better. Song. Yeah, here we go. Most beautiful thoughts are always besides the darkest. Today I seriously thought about killing you. I contemplated, premeditated murder. And I think about killing myself and I love myself way more than I love you, so... Today I thought about killing you. Today I thought about killing you by uh, the man that I know is Ye. Uh, so, what's Ye saying there? Someone had said it's a schizophrenic discussion with himself. Kanye is unsure whether it's his true self he wants to destroy or merely the conceptual one. And um, I think it's a lot about 
kind of his mental health issues so he's had bipolar for a long time and has been quite open in saying that he's got bipolar and the album cover is a just a picture that he took on his iphone i think of like the rocky mountains on his way to the like first listening session it just says it's like his writing it says i hate being polar being bipolar it's awesome he's married to one of the kardashians he's married to kim kardashian Kardashian. yeah it's hard to support him anymore because of the whole because he's he's supporting donald trump and then oh is he supporting trump yeah he's trump supporter and whereas um, kim we reckon last week is not particularly a trump supporter no kim is a clinton supporter and so my keeping up with the kardashians bit of news today oh actually before we do that, we ought to have my bit of music. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, wow. As we're, if. We're ahead of ourselves. I've yeah. got so many good, smooth links You've today. got so many brilliant links. But we, this is our musical spot, so it's Kanye, yeah. it's Kanye West. So we'll leave you with a cliffhanger. Um, Kanye is relating to our Kim Kardashian, our Kardashian news today. Which we'll do next. So we'll do, we'll do the Kardashians next. Um, but first of all, my music, because this week it's mm-hmm. Kanye West versus can you west versus badfinger now badfinger you uh, probably have never heard of no i thought it was maybe a game of thrones character because this character's game... called little finger is that well this thrones. is badfinger Do they remind you of anybody at all, uh, Badfinger? The Beatles. Well, it's interesting you should say that. They were the first group uh, signed to the Beatles' Apple label. Um, you know there's always going to be a Beatles connection. They, they made a label and picked someone who was exactly like them. They were, they were originally called the Ivies. And they, but the interesting thing was, they sounded like a, a 60s beat group, didn't they? Could get them together with the Hollies, and then you'd have the and Hollies and the Ivies. Yes, you could. What a great idea. But they did sound like a beat group, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, they sort of emerged when beat music was sort of all over. It was moving into yeah. Pink Floyd. and So, so it was a bit more so edgy. Was, yeah, so they were a bit sort of out of time. But he wrote some brilliant songs, including, and we're going to just play you Seven oh, Seconds. Oh, I didn't realise we were having two songs this week. Well, no, we're not, but Seven Seconds. Mm, some of us just had to allude to a second track. <laughs> seven Seconds? Have you got Seven Seconds? No. What do you have now? Here's another song that Pete Ham wrote while he was with Badfinger. How great is that song? Brilliant. Who else did a version of that? Well, Harry Nielsen had a big hit with it in 72. And then there was an awful, awful version, which we heard in the car uh, on Sunday, by Mariah Carey. Yeah, that's who, who I'm... Yeah. That's the version I and know. She, Mariah that's, Carey it, that's the song stripped down exactly as it should be. And she does this ridiculous... Well, she does a lot of twir- twirls on trills. Oh, ridiculous on vocal twirls on that one. Another so, cliffhanger for you. I've got a piece of Beatles... And you have news for you. Let me just finish with Badfinger. Yeah, sorry. So they did these great songs, but 
as I say, they were sort of out of time. It's a tragic story because it was all moving on to progressive rock. Uh, they're often credited with introducing power pop, which was a, a, a genre around about the late 60s, early 70s. The bad news about Badfinger, who, like I say, are a little bit of history that's completely gone. You never hear, you never hear Badfinger on any, any radio station at all, is that uh, their business manager sort of uh, ran off with the money. Uh, the Aww. business manager was called Stan Polly. Believing his finances had been wiped out, Pete Ham. The guy, let's remember, who wrote this. You've had about a minute of music. Believing his finances had been wiped out, he hanged himself in his garage three days before his three days before his twenty-eighth birthday in nineteen seventy-five. He left a note telling his pregnant wife and her son that he loved them. Uh, it read, I will not be allowed to love and trust everybody. This is better, Pete. Uh, P.S. Stan, Stan Polly, who was the business manager. P.S. Stan Polly is a soulless bastard. I will take him with me. That is the tragic story Whoa, of Badfinger. That's which, really tragic. Uh, now we uh, must get on with uh, Kardashians. This is the... It's from, like, The Sun or something. I don't even know. I've stopped paying attention because I have to go through all these newspapers to find stories for the Kardashians that are all just like, okay, hello. Anyway, this is the headline. Kim Kardashian admits she was so furious with Kanye over slavery comments she cried and screamed at him. Those are the comments where he said slavery was a choice. Yeah. So um, the stars, it's kind of come out because of after the album, the, one of the songs is about... Um, the song Wouldn't Leave, um, he raps about the fierce backlash he faced after he boldly told TMZ. Yeah, TMZ, it's an TMZ. American website. I yeah. didn't know whether it was like you, people said Times or something like no, that. No, TMZ. T- TMZ during a live interview yeah, that 400 st- Years all- of Slavery sounds like a choice. Yeah, TMZ is, they were the website that had all that stuff out. Meghan Markle's dad, he was talking Oh, TMZ, right, okay. Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, she just was not happy about it and she didn't speak to him for weeks afterwards. Right. And that's it, really, for Kardashians this week. Yeah, nothing's much has happened, really. There was another article about um, what products do we need to get Kim Kardashian's glow for the summer. Um, but I decided to go with this one. <laughs> well done. Uh, I'm going to give, uh, in the middle of this, I'm going to leave a two-second gap for advertising. Uh, on Acast, they like to have a little bit where they can advertise. We know, we have no idea what's being advertised, but whatever it is, I'm sure it's great. Uh, buy it. I either use it all the time. We or... always use it. Do we ever not use it? Never. Yeah. Were we using it this morning? We were. And were we enjoying it? Yeah. Absolutely. So whatever it is that's We did been... this last week. I don't know. I think feel like maybe it's been done. No, it's catchphrase. Oh, catchphrase. See, the problem is you didn't grow up with uh, 1970s sitcoms in Britain where they were basically, if you watch something like Allo Allo or Ain't Half Hot Mum or Heidi High, it was the same thing every week. <laughs> they sounded completely murder. <laughs> no, those are real. Those are real programs. I promise you. Uh, if you watched, if you grew up with all that stuff, you'll know that there were similar what you would call tropes running through the programs week after week, and the familiarity of these tropes people loved, uh, and that's what we're doing here. So, whatever it is that's being advertised, how much do we love it? Lots. Lots and lots and lots. 
often they uh, like to advertise, if it's Acast, they like to advertise their own podcasts. Oh, know, well then. Other podcasts in the middle of it. And other some, podcasts? Some no. Of, no. They need no other podcasts. Some of these other podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, are very, very good. Uh, yeah. That maybe are very, very good. Do we like them? Yeah, we like them. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There we are. We've done our duty. <laughs> I couldn't help noticing, Ruth, that uh, during that last bit, and in fact even now, um, you're yawning slightly. Oh. This <laughs> He's making stuff up so he can make it a good podcast. No, you That's were... That's wrong. You, no, I you didn't... yawned. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not judging. But you did yawn. And this is something that parents have to understand about teenagers, is that you will we're be... tired. You're tired. And... Most of the time. You're tired. And there is scientific backing to the fact that you're tired. Yeah, we need so much more sleep than you could possibly get. So much more sleep. Teenagers are unfairly demonised by a society that is just beginning to study... (laughs) It's my first article about teenagers that I'm really enjoying. Right, enjoy this. Teenagers are unfairly demonised by a society that's just beginning to study the enormous loss of grey matter in their brains during adolescence, according to a leading neuroscientist. Do I need the grey matter? Well, apparently you do. Sarah Jane Blakemore, who's... Look, it's not me, she's a leading... Why are we not more worried about this if I'm losing bits of my brain? It doesn't matter. Sarah Jane Blakemore, who is a leading neuroscientist, says that moodiness, risk-taking... I don't think I'm very moody at all. you're not, you're not. But some are, some teenagers are. So some people will identify with this. Said that moodiness, risk-taking, sleepiness... Mm. And embarrassment at parents should be sympathetic. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! <laughs> we have a winner. <laughs> and embarrassment at parents should be sympathised with and understood in the context of the changes in the adolescent brain. MRI studies showed that between childhood and adulthood, the brain underwent a substantial pruning of its synapses. 
and an enormous 17% reduction in grey matter in the prefrontal cortex. She's, this is I the, can feel my synapses pruning. They're pruning like mad. The Professor of Cognitive Neuroscience uh, at UCL, that's University College London, says... That, Thanks, I would never have known. Said that the educator... And sarcasm, apparently, is one of the... It doesn't say that, but... Added that, but you do speak fluent sarcasm, as we were discussing the other day. The Professor of Cognitive Neuroscience says that the education system should be altered to take these changes into account. She advocated allowing later starts to the school mm. day to help circadian rhythms or the biological clock and an appreciation of the key stage three dips, that's when you're younger, obviously, uh, when the educational performance of children falls, apparently between the mm. age of 11 and 14. I think that is so true because I was well smart when I was like 10 years old and did really good in my SATs. Then I got to high school and I was so dumb. Like, not so dumb, but no. like more dumb. And now I feel like I'm finally... Yeah, you're well on course now, aren't you? Like, yeah, I feel like you do have a dip, but I don't even think you realise it because maybe everyone else is dipping at the same time. Mm. But the school day should definitely be later because they say you need like 10 hours sleep, I think it is, for teenagers. So I have to get up for school at half six. So I'd have to... Half six, half five, half four, half three, half two, half one, half twelve, half eleven, half ten, half nine, half eight. I'd have to go to sleep at half eight. You would have to go to sleep before love island yeah i can't miss love island no well this is i'm just saying like i get home no, from school right. and how tired am i tired and, and then i've got loads of yeah the hungry bit is not That's it's my fault. fault yeah um and then i've you've got homework to do but they're not taking into account that you've been up since half six when yeah. you should have been getting up at half 11. Well, now you have scientific backing for... Not half 11, that's maybe a bit late. <laughs> well, you have scientific backing mm. for your views on uh, on that. On the homework issue, uh, a school district on the outskirts of New York City says it's considering a proposal from two fifth graders. How old would fifth graders be? In Quite a lot younger. So I'm a junior in high school fifth grade i think is in middle school i've no idea i have no idea i would really like to know though so would i and um well we can google it some other time don't google it now i'm not going to the problem i bet it's like 12 problem with this is i've cut this out the independent um who have a staff of about three people and basically what they've done is they've just reprinted it directly from the american agency thinking that we'll know what they mean when they say two fifth graders that's this is supposed to be an english newspaper mm. and it has a school district on the outskirts of new york city so it's considering a proposal from two fifth graders as if we know here to get rid of homework christopher de leon and nico keely in their final year at farley elementary school said they oh they're in the final year at farley elementary school don't <laughs> help me either said they decide to petition for the ban because of homework pressures uh, WNBC TV, w- WNBC TV uh, reported that that was a little private joke there for people who've watched the film about Howard Stern, the famous American DJ. Oh, um, it'd be it, a big group then. Oh, yeah. WNBC. Yeah, he's been no told how to pronounce that. WNBC. Anyway, WNBC TV reported the district was already considering how to rethink home assignments saying they agreed with the students' points. Mm. And this is all just straight from an American... My uh, French teacher doesn't give us, like, holiday homework because she's like, you should be working... Revision is different because if you've got exams coming up, you're going to have to work in holidays. But generally, she's like, I don't give you holiday homework because you should work hard enough in term time that you don't need to have extra work for the holidays. Can I just say, I'm doing you a big favour in introducing you to uh, arcane references such as Heidi High, Howard Stern... 
Badfinger, etc. Because it means that by picking up on this old culture, you can sometimes understand what they're talking about in the news. I was watching the news today and they were talking about Brexit, right? And different forms of Brexit. Mm -hmm. And saying there's one form of Brexit, which is a very soft Brexit, and we uh, stay a member of the customs union, etc., yeah. etc., which is being called the Hotel California Brexit. You can check out, but you never leave. And I thought the only oh, that's teenage, quite yeah, that's quite clever actually. That I know that would <laughs> no. In fairness, that's quite a bit like what's it called? What's the word when it's like quite far away? Like obscure reference? No, when it's um when something is not really that closely related, like tan. Oh, tangential. Tan- that's quite a tangential reference, even if you do know the mm. eagles. But I thought... Because you have to think Hotel California and then a line in Hotel... Like- um, and the eagles obviously weren't talking about Brexit in the song because it was way before Brexit. Yes. Now we're going to continue talking about popular music, I understand. You have something about the Beatles. I've got a conspiracy theory for you. All right. So this is a conspiracy theory that the Beatles never existed. Ah, right. Because there's one that, you know, John Lennon was killed because he knew about UFOs and one that says Paul's actually dead. But this is that they never existed at all. So, the Beatles were a fake band staffed by a revolving cast of almost identical actors. A website called The Beatles Never Existed, which I've visited and is now, is like two paragraphs and it's been kind of closed down, I think, like the people who ran it. Uh, They allege that gruelling schedules led to the decision of alternate Beatles clones the founder of the fan page blog, Dory, states, Even if one or two photos are doctored here or there and someone had surgery, why don't they all match? Later on in the website, it says that Paul McCartney has at least 12 different documented multiples. One alleged fake Paul was uncovered after he appeared to lose an eye colour changing contact during the We Can Work It Out music video. Have you watched this music video? I will have seen it. At some Did you point, notice yeah. him losing an eye contact? No, I didn't. Well, anyway, it happened. Like you, I was not convinced. But as I did a bit more digging and went through a few more things, there was one thing that completely... I'm on board now. Are you on board? So there's a picture of 1964 Paul um, who has attached earlobes. You know, like mine, where there's no earlobe, it's just straight onto the face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then later, Paul, has detached earlobes. Your earlobes don't change. No, it may may be the way the picture's Honestly, fully believe. And also, there's a picture of, like, 1964 three Paul mm-hmm. who's quite short and then like 1969 Paul is like way taller growth spurt he uh, he was 63 he was a teenager he was 19 yeah 63. well that's what they want you to believe you think so and there's pictures of Ringo where he's small and then tall like in the beginning he was tall and then well they say the camera never lies the camera does lie a little bit I think yeah um, well that's my explanation for that uh, there's also I don't know whether you've heard of a thing called photoshop I uh, honestly <laughs> These fit pictures, like there's ones where they've like layered their faces over and they like reuse one of the Pauls, like 1963 Paul is also 1967 Paul. <laughs> Honestly, Dad, you need to take a look. Well, I will take a look, but as far as I'm concerned, the Beatles not only existed, but and I don't know whether I've said this before on the podcast, were the greatest band that ever well, lived. Maybe were a band. Not just that, the greatest thing that ever lived. You know, better than the 966 World Cup winning team. There was another one when I was going through like conspiracy theories to find this one. There was another one that like Barack Obama controlled the weather. How? A lot of people like, you mentioned that and they're like, yeah, but no one really does. And you're like, well, yeah. Yeah, I think we do really now. So finally, I've got my meme of the week. Right. And this is, 
mad how when you're waiting for your takeaway to be delivered, you can hear every car door closing in a five-mile radius. <laughs> it's quite funny, isn't it? That is quite funny. Because yeah. you do. Every, I always remember waiting for the Chinese and then you stand up at the window and you're like, what car was that? Is it my Chinese takeaway car? Mm. No, that's absolutely true. Well, that's very good. And that's the, that's the thing. I mean, just talking about uh, takeaways, did you read about the uh, student who was so frightened of spiders and she couldn't get any of her friends to remove a spider from her flat? Uh, so she phoned up uh, Deliveroo and deliver- asked them for, <laughs> for a meal so that the Deliveroo driver Aww. would uh, kill the spider for her or get rid of the spider for her. So, uh, which I looked at that story, a paragraph in the papers, and I thought... There you are. If you want a definition of snowflake, it's right. It's right there. That's quite sweet, I think. Ruthie, that's uh, it for this podcast. That I think wraps it up. Number Seventeen. I think that wraps it up. So thank you for listening. And it's time to sack it off, is it? Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.